We're back. Woo. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. That was just Neil Rosenthal, right? I got that right? You got it right. Woo. There we go. You got a famous name, bro. I was just going to ask you, do, do you, by, uh, you have, by chance have an uncle or cousin named Ken? I do not. All right. Because I, I remembered Rosenthal. Ken Rosenthal's a, a commentator on Fox Sports. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I right. listen to him every Sunday. He calls one of the football games on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would listen to him call college football too on Saturdays. Yeah, I've, I've been asked about Ken Rosenthal, name. and then I think uh, there's a Rosenthal that did like the the scoring for I think a Boy Meets World or something. Yeah, but, Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's a throwback. God. It's crazy, you know. You <laughs> said my girl uh, since it's they put <laughs> what, what show? What, what they just put that on something? I think it is on Disney Plus. Probably. I think it's it, a Disney show. No? Is he on Disney Plus or Hulu? Either Disney or ABC, one of the two. The ABC owns goddamn Disney, so or Disney <laughs> owns ABC, whichever way it is. One owns the other. That was the dude that I always used to confuse with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Who? The, 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 the main character. What's his name? Corey. Corey? I don't, Corey I, don't, I don't know his actual name. I, don't know his actual Corey. I thought that was Shia LaBeouf for years. Till I saw Even Stevens. Like, man, like, that's the busiest man. And <laughs> I never seen it. Like, Somebody <laughs> said Shia LaBeouf was on Even Stevens. And I'm like, I never even watched that show, so I won't even know, man. I was like, so you you heard some of our conversation before. Um, yeah. So when when did you first get into your first jazz beef? <laughs> My first jazz beef. Oh man, definitely, definitely. Uh, so I grew up in Providence. Um, or at least going to sessions in Providence. And uh, one of my teachers, Eric Benny Bloom, uh, he would always have me come to um, uh, almost like his gigs or even uh, give me places to go for jam sessions and 
uh, you know, sometimes at a jam session you can get into some beef if, if somebody's like, oh, you, like, it's always a little bit competitive or if somebody's soloing for too long and they want their spotlight and it's like fighting for, it's a little Because it's all improv, right? All improv, yeah. That's why you yeah. said you didn't even remember playing that shit because <laughs> you, once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah, right. When, when it's, it's just a different state of mind and, and you're so in the moment that, you know, you don't really... After it's done and you just black out for a second, you're like, oh, well, what did I just do? <laughs> See, but that, that all comes with music theory. Like, you can't do that shit unless you know music. Like, music is a language. You got to learn how to speak that. Because right. every time I try to go into a jam session, that's why I don't do Every time we did, like, yeah, all, the all the way, way live, live, I'm not, I'm I not can't, getting it. They tried to that. get me up there. I said, like, three bars one time. I said, like, three lines. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not doing this. So you classically train? Uh, well, I would say, yeah. So my mom had me uh, from... Third grade, I would say, she had me play cello and piano classically. Or yeah, and I, I would do that through grade school and um, I picked up the trumpet as well and I would do like the concert band and jazz bands and then um, I actually had a, a injury for my knee and I was out for doing sports for a little bit and so I was like, you know, I guess this is a good time to pick up guitar. What so, did you what did you play? Uh for sports. sports so i was i was a, a competitive fencer nationally and internationally and then i was also a mixed martial artist Damn and shit. so it was a lot of, a lot of impact on the i on don't the body. see those i don't consider sports man i consider those like like that's warrior shit Vincent's <laughs> essentially sword fighting and it's, mma speaks for itself i mean it's it's all tactics they it's are all, sports but they are like a different level of sports. They're, Gladiator they're, those sports. Are like solo sports. This ain't right, you team, can't, you this can't rely team on sports. Team, like yeah. I can't rely on you. Like oh, I ain't got it today, but I know I can get it to you, or I could pick you up. Right. This is all self reliance. Yeah, it's like, uh, like I, it's today, like playing no, solos and tenants. Like I only played solos and tenants one time, man. It's like <laughs> hey, coach, I'm, playing, I'm, play, playing, I'm playing pairs from now on, right? Yeah. Doubles, playing doubles. Right, there you go. So you got injured, decided to pick up an instrument. Yeah. So I, I remember I got a. Um, a guitar from Walmart, and it was like a super cheap uh, Walmart guitar. My brother actually, he showed me a, a YouTube clip of Dragon Force while I was Oof. incapacitated, and I was like, how do you move that fast with your fingers? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, and then so I just tried to, I just tried to teach myself that stuff, and then uh, eventually I started to get into, uh, like my friends started to play guitar, and we started to show each other music, and then I eventually started to take a few lessons I got introduced to Eddie Van Halen, and I started to what? like spray paint my guitar with all the lines and stuff, and then, yeah, and I started gigging with uh, with guitar. So, um, so yeah. wait, I I just heard you say what? Like when you say you the, got introduced to Eddie Van Halen, his like, music Van or him? his music? Oh no, not like oh. legitimately. No, I've seen him play live. That was that was, was like, like what? Concert, so you got <laughs> no, 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 no. Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> I went. Van Halen's the one who just died, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so that that hit home for me. Um, but yeah, the first song I ever learned on on guitar really was uh, "Eruption." So you, was, you said when you first got your guitar. How old are you, by the way? So I'm 27 now. And how yeah. long have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing since I want to say like freshman year of high school. Because when he said that uh, he went on YouTube. It's like when I first bought my guitar, I was 13 years old. We didn't have YouTube. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, man. We had to go on ultimateguitar.com, find the tabs. <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care about learning down, music man. outside of school, man. But it, it's messed up. Every time I really wanted to, like, in, in the, at, once I got to high school, I didn't care about music anymore. It was all sports. Mm, yeah. But in junior high school, uh, our sixth grade year, I was learning piano in music class, and our music teacher died. 
Oh, wow. And it, it was weird. Like, he was out for Wild like a week. class? No, not in class. He died at home, but he was out for like a week. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know. It's like, damn, you don't miss, you know, tell us and he'd be back. You know, you're going to tell show us this, show us that, you're showing us piano, showing us other shit. And we all like an instrument. And then they tell us, we'll come in next week. It's like, listen, you know, we got something to tell you. They told us they found him dead in his apartment. He just oh died God. at home. And then, um, no, then we didn't have music. Seventh grade, we didn't have a music teacher. Yeah. Eighth grade, yeah, doing music. Started picking up the drums a little bit, but I only had it hey. for a little while. And then that music teacher got in trouble and got sent to, you know, like one of those rubber rooms for saying he yeah. did. <laughs> so now we ain't have music again. And then I didn't get music again till senior year of high school. And we ain't even have no instruments. Like, it was like, yo, like. They showing us like the sections of the orchestra, like just mm. like, all right, this is the string. Yeah, mu- music music That's class the, in Bushwick uh, was garbage. The instrument area. This is the barrister instrument area. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like damn. So like we not there. Uh, the teacher did one time. He had buddies and band, so one t- rolled in a couple instruments and he showed us to play them, but mm. and get to learn how to play instruments and shit. I remember when I when I my first guitar was a purple Squire Fender. Oh yeah, I got it for a hundred bucks at yep. Guitar Center. Yep. I remember I went home and this was when LimeWire was still hot. Napster Ooh, and shit. Wow. Ooh, and, and I went yeah. and I downloaded Arpeggios from Hell by Ingrid Malmsteen. Yes, Ingrid Malmsteen. Yeah, <laughs> I, was I like, remember yeah. that. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever be able to do this. So he's going up and down, like different octaves, different modes. There's mad different shit that he does in this little piece. So much hair product. And then I just like, I'm like, I'm just going to play some Nirvana. Yes. <laughs> and then I went yes. to playing these two string songs, bro. That was just so easy to play. And that you gotta build up your confidence. That's the thing with music, is like you can't just try to start at like fucking Satriani. Like you gotta work your way up. So the fuck is Satriani. See, he knows he, Joe Satriani. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he's like, he's one of those guitar shredders, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm totally I'm I, I go in I go in, in and out of phases where sometimes I'm more attracted to like the complexity of like Joe Satriani or Yingfei Baumstein, but then something like Nirvana, that that's a lot of times more powerful to me. Um, that that's what upset me yeah. the most was that, especially when I got in the music industry and I started seeing a lot of bands, a lot of people that I know that they'll create these amazing musical pieces right. that will never become anything because they're just overly complicated. Mm-hmm. And then you got the the two string songs on Nirvana that's right. been playing for the past right. thirty years. So it's just like, what do you do? Do you keep it simple, dumb yourself down, or do you you know? You find that they a fair balance. I think the good acts find that so. fair balance. Yeah. They know, I mean, we know they have to drop singles if you want your album to sell, but you, we know B-sides. We know right. some of the cuts you want to hear on right. an album don't become singles because they're too long. They don't think they'll become radio friendly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but Dragon Force. <laughs> it all um, comes back to Dragon Force. Dragon Force is a whole other. Christian put me on a Dragon Force. And my boy, he was a lead singer, big metal band. They used to be on the radio out here all the time. And his guitar player would, he had this weird uh, way of creating the music. He would do everything in MIDI first. So it sounded yeah. like a cartoon, mm-hmm. like, a, like Sega Genesis music. And then he'll send it to all the guitar players and they're all just playing different colors within the MIDI. And it's mm-hmm. just, yo, when it comes together, this shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's hard to get that stuff played on the radio. Yeah. Why? Wow. Just because people want repetitive, people want uh, hypnotizing music, uh, the Molly Percocet, all like shit like that. I mean, but I think that's where there, there becomes a difference between that and like true artists and musicians. Mm. That's why we had so many submissions when we first started the radio show, because everybody was looking for an outlet. Nobody was giving them an opportunity. 
It's, I mean, it, with, so, with somebody like your skill set, you ever thought about like scoring for films? Uh, I actually have. Uh, that that was something that I delved into a little bit more in quarantine. But um, yeah, I was getting into. I, I was doing a few uh, indie movies and uh, a few uh, like scores for movies that got picked up by festivals and here and there. But yeah, it was. I I love film scoring. So you you, you have the movie playing. You, yeah, you, so you, you so the the, the the process would be all right. What, what's the what's the emotion that you're feeling in this specific minute, and then you try to catch that, and you just keep running that specific minute on loop, and then you you eventually get something that feels right. So how just, were they short films? You did features or? Uh, yeah. So for example, one of the one of the ones that I thought was the most interesting process was uh, a 15 minute short film, and I had recently picked up pedal steel as an instrument. So I'm still learning the instrument and finding new colors with, with how to play it. And um, it's the, the essential story is this guy who uh, kind of has a weird relationship with uh, technology and it makes him eventually get to the scene where he's trying to jump off of the roof of a building. And he's, he's um, going back and forth with the thought of actually going through with it. And so you're trying to go through that kind of stress of, of this character on the, the roof of a building and, and like, all right, what sounds would you want to hear? What approach would you want? Would you want spooky? Would you want um, like anticipation building? Mm -hmm. And then it, it gets to a point where he starts to run and then his um, foot gets caught on a wire and then he actually ends up tripping and falling right before he actually has the possibility of jumping off the building. And then there's like this huge release and then everything comes to, um, like he has a realization of, oh, I can, I can, it's fate. I should have. You should have died. Right. But I'm here. Now yeah. imagine looking at that and trying to capture all of that musically. Right. I can see stuff. That's music. crazy. I don't know if I can write the music for the stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I do it with Dave Pitt's music. While you were in the bathroom where he was just playing, I told him, bro, like I heard, like I saw that. I told him I feel like I'm walking into like. Uh, beachfront wedding like reception you know <laughs> not on the beach but like the venues on the water like you know has the nice little boardwalk you know the sand right there then the water <laughs> but you know there's a nice breeze everybody has on linen like and I thought like I can <laughs> see the scene linen. for the music <laughs> I can't make the music for the scene so you use do you play keys uh, not well enough to play in front of people, but I can do like the MIDI thing where so, I, I play around until I get. Yeah, because uh, I was gonna ask you, do you just score with guitar or do you have multiple instruments? Yeah, that you use? so so I it's really just whatever I'm feeling inspiration on. So for, um, or I have, uh, the most harmonic, uh, grasp of. So usually that's guitar. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if I for some reason hear a melody first, I'll pick up the trumpet. Um, and I'll go through something like that, but um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's really just just using harmony to try to get the emotions to to translate. See, I, I whenever I watch the setup, because I I watch a lot of videos of people scoring shit, <clears throat> and you can actually do it in Logic. Like if you drag a movie file, yeah, it'll play the movie while you're recording the shit, so you can score it. Yeah. Like the, the these are powerful softwares that people have that they don't really use to their full capability. But whenever I watch the process, it's always fascinating because it's like, like you said, we can listen to something and visualize a scene, but to watch something and visualize the music or, or hear the music that's gonna actually 
you know, help with the anticipation, the build up, the climax, all right. that shit. Audio wise, it's like, yo, that's that's a whole other beast. That's in a itself. whole other beast in itself, man. Like you have to, and you know, I always say this, man. There's no shame in admitting you don't have certain skills. That's not a skill I have. <laughs> like I, I said all the time, if I can't do something, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend to know or do it badly. I'm gonna say, I don't know how to do that. I'm not gonna do it. You know. <laughs> So how has performing? Because I assume that you perform with other people. You, oh, you've yeah. done shows. Yeah. How has COVID disrupted that? Ooh, well, that was that was really tough for a moment because I had uh, a lot of a lot of shows on the on the schedule, um, and it's actually funny. So I was out of the the country when everything was going down. So around like the middle of March. Oh uh, man, you you one of those ones who had to rush back. My flight was literally the last flight. And it, so we had, so the, the trip was to Peru to, uh, to do some hiking. And then, uh, so we had a uh, connection. Peru, yeah. So we did Machu Picchu. Yeah, and he it was he, like, he, he literally went, the first vacation I've ever ayahuasca. taken in my entire life just to like oh, not man. do music or anything. But You took um, some ayahuasca? Uh, well, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I had a similar experience, I'll say, to, to ayahuasca, but... <laughs> But anyway, Smoke some DMT. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the last flight was from Cusco to Lima, and then we had our connecting flight from Lima to New York City, and we were stuck, we were delayed, and we literally made our flight with ten minutes to spare. And if we would have missed that flight, we would have been stuck for a long time in in Peru. Um, but yeah, so we made it, and then but while I was there, the whole time I was I was. Uh, texted with my girlfriend and she was like yeah we have this new thing we have to worry about that's uh it's called social distancing i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) so i remember when they first started saying uh right before work shut down and everything because i I worked on broadway i did security and right before you know as it's becoming a thing you know they're telling Mm -hmm. us they're putting them like this night was the night they put up the signs like because of the COVID 19 right you know we're not signing no autographs no stage door please don't set up they you know it's putting up the signs um, while I have people in the lobby, I'm telling them, like, listen, with this going on, I'm going to shut the lobby earlier tonight. Right. So I don't have a bunch of people standing on top of each other in here. And, you know, it's elderly people on top of that. Right. So I'm just like, I'm just making everybody else get in line. So I have a lady in there. And she's like, I'm trying to socially distance. I'm like, get in a lobby full of fucking people, lady. I was like, either step inside or step off the line. Right. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't give me shit right now. Bro, I'm already yeah, headed yeah. down a path of hell, man. <laughs> and it was like two, three days later, everything got shut down. It's like, lady, yeah. listen, I get you. I get that. She's like, I'm trying to socially distance right now. I was like, a little rough. <laughs> Appreciate the effort, but uh, yeah. you need to think that through a bit more. I just hate how these definitions are becoming more and more obscure. Hmm. Social distancing is turning into isolation, just the same way that the... What the fuck was that? <laughs> Somebody turned the corner on some action movie right. shit. Somebody turned up the corner going the wrong way. Van, they're running late. They'll be here. No. <laughs> they just drove up the wrong way. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, we gotta have that PTZ outside, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tires sound, sound like somebody driving real regular in a goddamn garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never for the life of me understand why garages sound like that, bro. <laughs> like, yo, all we doing is turning up a ramp, bro. We are not in a fucking chase scene in Michael Bay film. Oh, See, he, he's gonna come up with a score for that one. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna score Just that. Just driving. That <laughs> yeah. 